Hey ladies, welcome back to the Weight Loss for Women Over 40 podcast. Now today we are talking about what is coming up in just a short couple of weeks. We're talking about one of the quote on unquote hardest times when it comes to trimming some body fat and staying on track. We're talking about Christmas. We are talking about New Year's, this period of time where it's a bit of a fucking blur and lots can go on. It's food and parties. Now, we, we've been running for many, many years now. So we've seen multiple Christmases and New Year's and anniversaries and birthdays and rah, rah, rah for our clients. A lot of different things going on. And our ladies always have such success during this period. So we like to, we like to set expectations with our clients and clients set their own expectations for this period. But generally, we'll ask them a question. I'm like, okay, so we're going to be wrapping up you know, just a little bit before Christmas, we're going to be coming back in the new year. What are your expectations for this period? Do you want to lose weight, gain weight, or maintain weight? Now, nobody ever wants to gain weight. So that gets ruled out pretty quickly. But some ladies are quite content with just maintaining their weight during that kind of 10-day period. And mind you, it's 10 days. It's fuck all. It's not a lot of time. Uh, some ladies want to lose weight, which is awesome. Want to keep them going through. So that's why the coaches are there to help out or somebody just want to maintain weight so for you it's good to understand and set the expectation early rather than in the back of your mind you haven't really set anything you're like oh i just want to maintain weight and then you end up gaining all this weight you didn't have a clear plan in place so realistically it's not going to be a long conversation with yourself it's like what is the outcome that i want for this period so if you want to maintain weight well you're going to have a lot more flexibility compared to if you want to lose weight. Mind you, the diff- when I say a lot more, it's probably the incorrect word, you're going to have more flexibility. So if you think about it, if you want to lose body fat or see the number on the scale decrease over time, we need to be in a calorie deficit. So a calorie deficit, all is essentially is you're just eating less energy than you're burning energy in the day. So for nice even numbers, if you burn 2000 calories across the day, Remember, exercise is only about 300 calories. So people think, oh, if I don't exercise, I don't burn calories. Completely false. You'll burn around 1,200 to 14, maybe 1,500 calories just by being alive. You could lay down in bed all day and still burn 1,500 calories because your function of the brain and the organs and your heart, which goes 24-7. Sidebar, I'm bringing it back, bringing it back. So you want to be in a healthy calorie deficit. So minus 500 is pretty good. So if you burn 2,000 calories, you eat 1,500 calories. That's what we would call a nice healthy calorie deficit. Now, if you wanted to maintain your weight over the Christmas period and you burn 2,000 calories, how many calories would you need to eat if you want to cancel it out? 2,000. So if you eat 2,000 and burn 2,000 calories, you've had 500 extra calories or a third extra food in the day and you didn't gain any weight, So which is good. So people sometimes think maintenance means... They're trying to maintain their weight, so they just keep doing what they did to lose the weight. False. You don't want to do that. You're going to inadvertently put yourself into a a long-term calorie deficit if you do that. Long-term calorie deficits usually uh, decrease the metabolism, lower the metabolic rate, all these kind of nasty things. Your body's not meant to be in a long-term calorie deficit. So for our ladies that are maintaining their weight, we've got ladies that like 65 kilos, 62 kilograms, eating 2,000 to 2,500 calories maintaining their body shape and body fat. Because remember, maintenance, your maintenance calories are based on how much activity that you do. 
this is why you can see you know these smaller women on instagram eating tons of food and not gaining body fat you're like what the fuck are they doing but if you've got a high calories burned or high energy output for the day you can get away with it so two strategies one's a calorie deficit one's a calorie maintenance super easy so so that's that's kind of part of what I wanted to talk about today. The other thing that I want to talk about is is the stress and the overwhelm that's generally associated with this time of the year. So I was talking to Coach Claire, one of our coaches, and we're talking about habits, and that habits aren't just daily. You can have what's called a yearly habit. How do you behave at this time of the year each year? So if you're 50 years old, you've had 50 Christmases. Now, if you're an adult, let's just go from 18 to 50. That means you've had 32 Christmases. That means you've built in a habit over 32 years. You might have a habit of every Christmas, I blow out. Now, you might be good throughout the year, and then you hit this time of the year, and it's a fucking, um, it's a fucking mess. So what happens is you probably have this yearly habit that has developed. It might only happen once per year or one period per year for this kind of week. So sometimes they're... They can be a little bit harder to crack if left unidentified. So just by us talking about it, we're raising the awareness. And when we raise the awareness, we're identifying potential flaws or issues or even successful actions, things that you do good that lead to the outcome that you want. So one thing to help with the overwhelm, so many ladies are like, oh my God, I've got Christmas parties and I've got end of work functions and I've got this and I've got the family gathering. They start to get overwhelmed and stressed and freak out. But what happens is a lot of overwhelm and stress comes from uncertainty. They're not, they're just saying the period's going to be busy, but when we really identify it, we pull the problem out of the shadows and into the light and talk about it. It's never that bad. Let me give you an example. So one of our clients uh, talking to coach Claire, she's like, I've got so many things going on, so many events going on. And she's like, I don't know how I'm going to go through this period. It's going to be really stressful. And our coaches are very well trained and our coaches understand it's more about mindset and the plan and strategy and working on the person than it is about a fucking meal plan and a workout program. Yes, they are helpful. Yes, we do them. But if you want to, if you want to a peek into higher level coaching, it's working on the person because realistically everyone's lost weight before, but not many, not many people sort of change their body, but they haven't changed their mindset or their character traits. So when they lose weight, get to the top of the mountain, they slip right back down to who they are as a person. Someone who is X, maybe they self-sabotage, maybe they emotionally eat, stress eat, uh, one of a million different things. So if you don't change the person, the body never sticks. The person, uh, the body will always revert to what that person's base character traits are. So if you see someone who's in amazing shape, generally they have quite good character traits as in around discipline, organization, mindset, structure, those kind of things. So we work on a lot of that in our program because they're some of the bigger def deficiencies that we see with the ladies that we work with. It's not that they don't know that, uh, you know, eating a bag of lollies is bad. It's that they do know it's bad for the weight loss goal and they do it anyway. So working on bigger stuff in our program. That's why ladies' successes are so amazing. Very cool. All right, bring it back. So talking to a client, and she understands that the overwhelm was coming from a little bit of uncertainty. Overwhelm was coming from past yearly habits. So she's done Christmases in the past. And the evidence that she has, that she's working off is in the past that she hasn't done well. So she's extrapolating that data into the present and the future. 
well, my other Christmases have been hard and stressful and terrible. So this Christmas is going to be hard and stressful and terrible, which is just a pattern, not the truth. Christmas hasn't happened yet. She's hypothesizing. She's making an assumption, which is not going to help anyone. But our coaches know how to work with this. So Coach Claire asks her the question, okay, so we've got all this stress and we've got this over and we've got all these events. By the way, how many events do you actually have? She's like, oh, well, the client's like, well, I've maybe two events, like one Christmas party, one function, and then I'll have the Christmas day. She's like, okay, so between now, so it's, let's say it's middle of December and the end of the year, we've got three events that we're worried about, creating all this stress and anxiety. Okay, of those three events, like surely they're not full day events, right? She's like, well, no, they're not full day events. It's like one, I've got two dinners and then I've got a Christmas lunch. Okay, so if we really boiled it down to in the next 10 days, uh, 15 days, sorry, we've got three meals that you're worried about. It's like, oh, I guess so. I'm like, and basic, basing off a breakfast, lunch and dinner. So three meals a day in the next uh, 15 days. Uh, let's go 14. 14 is easier to work with. So the next two weeks, we've got three meals that we're worried about. Out of how many meals? Well, if there's three meals a day, seven meals a week, that's 21 7.20, yeah, quick mass, 21. That's 42 meals in the next two weeks and you're worried about three meals? She's like, fuck, yeah. Like I was, I'm stressing out about three out of 42 meals. So she goes, well, realistically, if we work on this kind of 80-20 rule where 80% are good and 20% are, you know, not fucking awful and atrocious, but they're not too bad. I said, that falls way under that amount, don't you think? So 10% of 42 is 4.2. So 20% would be 8.4. It's rounded down. So she has an allowance that she could eat roughly 36 meals so-so. Uh, sorry, 36 meals, great. And then eight meals so-so. And she's worried about three. See what happens when you start to pull the problem out of the shadows and into the light and actually look at the problem for what it is. And sometimes it isn't a problem. It's just the way we're viewing this period, you're like, holy, like I'm stressed and I'm worried. I've got, I'm going to be so busy. I've got this and I've got that. But a lot of time, a good coach is going to help you come to the conclusion by asking good questions, not just telling you what to do. We're not here to fucking lecture people. We're here to work with them collaboratively. We're here to have a, a joint solution. So that's you normally get solutions um, for adults by asking them questions. And when you ask them questions, they generally can kind of work out the answer. Mind you, the strategic questions, we're pointing it in a direction we're trying to get to, get to the answer. But most adults don't like being told what to do. They're happy to be helped to the solution though. Because what's going to happen is a little bit of inception right here. We all saw the movie. Is if you, let's say you're my client, if you, the client, come up with the answer that is much more sticky than me telling you the answer. Makes sense. This is why our coaching is so effective because we know what we're doing. We're working with adults, not working with children. Our job isn't to yell at you and and biggest loser you and fucking scream at you for doing something incorrect or correct. It's to create a solution that works for you that you like and you can adopt and you can implement. That's how we get amazing outcomes for our clients. Working with them in the correct manner. 
not as children. That's never going to work. People are like, fuck you, stop telling me what to do. You're annoying. It's like being at school. Not many people like that. So this lady went from fluster and overwhelm and stress to, ah, oh, well, I've just got to manage three meals in the next two weeks. So that whole period, because everyone else makes it so chaotic, everyone else makes it such a big problem and such a big fuss. I'm like, it's not a big fuss. It's not a big problem. It's three meals. If you have a function on, you're not going to be fucking, you know, getting on the source at 9am. Like it might be a dinner function. Like I went to my partner's, um, she works for Kempro. So we had, there was a massive function, Christmas um, party. But realistically, it was a dinner with dessert, some protein. So I had some beef, uh, some steak and vegetables. Really not that much fucking different to what I'd eat at home. And then for dessert, I don't think I even had the dessert. I maybe had two drinks, two ciders. I'm like, that's not that much different. Like, yeah, I don't drink alcohol often, but the meal was not that fucking different to what I would normally eat anyway. So it wasn't a problem. It wasn't an issue. Beck had fucking chicken and veggies. She's like, yeah, this is pretty much what I eat normally. So you can see that a lot of time people... It's the people around you, they hype it up and they say it's going to be difficult and stressful or you've had difficult times in the past and you're pulling that data from the past into the future and making decisions on that. But it's not necessarily going to be correct or even helpful. So sometimes just pulling your problems out of the shadows, really looking at them, breaking them down, sometimes just crunching some numbers, you're like, it's actually not a problem. It's just going to be a meal outside that you probably don't even have to pay for when um, that you didn't cook. It's going to be some protein. It's going to be some calories, probably going to be some carbs. You may have some drinks. Like it's not a big deal. So ladies, as you're coming into this period, it's a period to not really get too flustered over. Yeah, you're not going to be in your normal work structure, your Monday to Friday, but you're, you're big enough to work out a structure for yourself. If you just have a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner, you move each day, you go to bed on time, and you exercise at least two or three times a week, you're going to be further ahead as it compared to if you didn't do that. So we don't need to blow these things way out of proportion because realistically, they're not that big a deal. The reason why is because you have events all year, every year. We just have a couple of close events at the moment. Every year, you go through the same process. You have New Year's, you're going to have your birthday, you're going to have either your partner or your kids or your family's birthdays, you're going to have anniversaries, you're going to have weekends, you're going to have holidays, you're going to have school holidays, you're going to have work holidays, like you're already accustomed to doing this all year, every year, same shit, like my birthday doesn't change. November 30th, every single year, it's not unbeknown. Christmas happens every year, it's not a mystery. So if you just go, cool, I'm going to create a good game plan this year and I'm going to use it again next year. And if you create a game plan this year and it doesn't work, you're like, okay, I need to tweak it for next year. Simple, not complicated. So ladies, if you're liking that non-complicated approach, which is why we do what we do for our ladies and why they're so successful, you can't have more than a thousand successes by not having a good, simple, easy game plan, then get in contact, send me a message, Facebook, Instagram, go, hey, I need some help with this. I mean, listen to the podcast and your half makes sense. I'd love a coach that can help me make sense of my weight loss journey. Or if you're super game, jump on the website, you can fill out an application form, um, blissbodyu.com.au, or you can even find the application forms on my, on my Insta and Facebook as well. Usually on my, that little link that you can click on. 
Got some free meal plans there. Check it out. Normal food. They're just sample ones. Nice and easy. So ladies, lots of love. Keep kicking goals. And I'm going to catch you in the next one.